You're listening to Adams County Radio, WZBD, Burn Decatur Bluffton, as I just mentioned, didn't I? Anyway, a minute past ten on our famous Swiss clock in the corner of uh, our chalet studio. And a little bit of snow flurries now. It's kind of been intermittent. But, of course, cold right now is the uh, headline with the uh, wind chill warning. And I appreciate the two guests for coming up, the uh, Imaginary Mountain in a cold, snowy day. And it's uh, Kara Mankey and Dr. Roger Thompson, retired dentist, I understand. Welcome to both of you. Thank you, Tony. It's very, very nice of you to have us here. It's our privilege. Well, I know Steve Gagel of the Z Team and a long time. He's a friend. We call our, we're unofficial cousins because I'm Tony G and he's Steve G. So <laughs> but he set this up and... Uh, and welcome uh, to you, Kara. Thank you. Thank you for having us. You're very welcome. Now, I have this um, little pamphlet. Um, it says, Uninsured or Underinsured, the Unfailing Love Clinic. And it's, I see, uh, inspired by First John 4, 19. We love because he first loved us. I'd mentioned off the air about uh, years ago we had it, but they ended its run of the program. It was on, I think it started in the early 50s. And was on until about five years or more ago, I don't know, but uh, the Hour of Decision with the Reverend Billy Graham, and I mm-hmm. got to attend uh, one of his, uh, one of his late, or the last time it was in Indianapolis, at, uh, but it was still the, it, it was, I think, still the RCA Dome at that time. Anyway, um, the, he, he said this, if there's anything you remember tonight from our service, if there's just one thing, God loves you. And I just thought, you know, that says it all. So mm-hmm. this is, I, I'm sure, is, this is a mission of love that you're going to talk about today. It's the Unfailing Love Clinic. Tell us about it, please. Well, this clinic came about uh, about four and a half years ago, and it, this was a vision that Kara had. Uh, God spoke to her and, and put this into her mind, and so I'm going to let her tell that story a little bit. Well, that's great, Kara. Just, just, have? just go. You, 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 we're open. It's, it's, we're open. It's, um, just um, your, your, you, you have the floor, so to speak, here on the imaginary mountain. But uh, just you, from the beginning, let's. Um, I mean, I mean, first thing, like, I'm just an average person. Like, I'm not, like, somebody super smart or, I, you know, um, and. God just began over the years, took me through many different seasons in life, teaching me um, just a lot of different things and um, just places in my heart that needed to shift and get refined. Um, I've been to the fire many times. Um, and uh, he just began, I went on some mission trips and he began to birth um, like this heart for service in me. And um, it's kind of crazy because when I was younger, I mean, I was. Like, I mean, I remember times, like, I was very selfish. <laughs> and I, that's human nature, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, for better or for worse, we're all uh, subject to it. My hand's raised in my, my life from, as a long, you know, from the child and teenager years to this very day. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, I have to fight that, you know, thinking just about uh, Tony. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to um, not, you know, to not focus on the things at hand and what's best for me, but kind of looking at things that like what's best for everybody as a whole. Um, even if there are things that I may have to give up or do without. Um, but you know, um, I was kind of at this point, um, I went to Costa Rica back in, Oh, what year was it? 2000, 
10, I think. Okay. And I come back and here I was like, I'm like, I come home, tell my husband, I'm like, let's go be missionaries. Let's just sell everything. Let's just leave. He's just looking at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> like, who, who is this woman? Um, and he's like, just calm down, calm down. <laughs> like, um, and obviously, you know, it was just like, I was just on fire and just ready to do something. Um, but um, in the following year, in 2011, we both went to Haiti which was amazing. And that's one of those poorest, well, Costa Rica is too, but I know Haiti is one of the most, the poorest countries in the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was um, very eye-opening, just very humbling. Um, just really makes you appreciate, you know, what you have and um, just to count your blessings every day because there's people that are just, um, like, their focus is survival, you know. Every and day. It, yes, it's a daily thing of survival. Um, but then, um, you know, after we come back from Haiti, I mean, I had a really good job. It was actually, I mean, it was amazing. I didn't think I'd ever leave there. Um, and, uh, but there was something in me that still just felt empty. There was a place in me that I was just like, God, like, what do you want? Like, and I remember one day I got off work early and my grandma and grandpa helped babysit. And so they had our kids and I was just like, God, like, what do you want? Like, you have got to take this desire for missions away or you have to show me what I need to do because like I met a, like I can't handle it anymore. And, um, he just, um, had a vision. I didn't know what a vision was. I didn't even know they were real, especially for somebody like me. <laughs> like, you know, I wasn't like some super Christian. Um, I had my few rebellious years when I was younger. Um, you know, I didn't always listen to my parents. Um, and you know, it was trying for them sometimes I know, but, <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, we, um, and I just saw in my head, like this picture just said, unfailing love, First John 4, 19. Um, I didn't know what First John 4, 19 was. So I ran and grabbed my Bible and I'm like, what is this verse? What's it even say? And um, it just said, you know, and I was like, oh, we love because he first loved us. Oh, that's nice. You know, but it really didn't start to sink in until a couple years later. Um, like I was, I mean, I was just kind of like, what, like, what does this even mean? Like what, you know, and um, it's just like, if anybody asks why we do what we do, it's and like I know for me like I have been like I've received and encountered like God's grace and mercy and his love like and it's just because of that you know what I mean like I can't help but to extend that to other people for them to know like what that's like to let other people know that they're seen that they're cared about you know like sometimes you can't help your circumstances but there are people that will if you make the choices like we're willing to step in and help you to you know take that next step forward to take that next step up um and so um so that's kind of where it started was um and then I just kind of started reaching out well no actually I had to start grad school um I had three kids I just had my youngest in May and then I started grad school in August and it was four years so like I actually just wrote unfailing love first John 419 on a post-it note I stuck it on the side of my refrigerator and like for those four years of school, um, that was like my driving force to finish. Cause I knew like I would never be able to open a clinic like if I didn't finish. And my second year of school, I'd come home crying. I wanted to quit every single day. <laughs> like I'm like, what did I get myself into? I can't do this. Like um, I felt like my kids were, I don't know. I mean, and there was a place that like I, because I wasn't like, I mean, I was old, my, my nose was always in a book or on my computer doing homework, studying, reading. Um, and 
there's somebody had come up to me. They actually prayed for me and they didn't know anything that was going on. And they're just like, I want you to know, like your kids lack nothing. I just like started bawling because like, uh-huh. that's how I felt. You know what I mean? Like I felt like I was missing out like with so much, but like what I realized was that where I was going to school, like it actually allowed other people in my family to step in sure. to help provide and some support. of the needs. Yeah. We, we heard the uh, Salvation Army heartbeat uh, 62nd vignette. Uh, it always makes me, uh, rem- reminds me about the uh, red kettle campaign in the holiday season, uh, but they always say need has no season, mm. you know. And uh, so, so you not only uh, ha- had learned the need, and it sounds like you brought it home to your home area, uh, that feeling of helping people in need, you know, that has no season. You know, all year round, every day. And we need uh, support from each other. And you got it from your family as well, I'm sure, as your church. And then uh, Kara, in 2014, began to gather a group of people around her who had a similar uh, vision and desires. And we formed a board to, to, to begin this Unfailing Love Clinic. And, and so we came together in the fall of uh, 2014, right? Yeah our, first, yeah, our first meeting was November of 14. Right. Yep. Now, I see physically it's located uh, 1040 South 11th Street. Does that be downtown? Well, that n- no longer. Okay. Uh, well, no, no, 11th Street, yeah. Oh, 11th we, we Street. We did have one downtown, South 11th which Street. is now the uh, restroom by the plaza. <laughs> oh, okay, Madison since they've, yeah. There, yes. And that, that's one thing I, I don't yes. mean to get off the track here, but yes. when you when I think of Decatur now, it's a Renaissance city. Yes, yes. Well, downtown. You know, we were there really in a very small space, and then by the grace of God and some very generous giving we were able to get into this building we're in now right at the end of south 11th street right next to the hope clinic okay and uh it's a wonderful space and because of as i say the generous giving we were able to purchase this building so we are now in the process of, of buying it and uh utilizing the space to the the best of our abilities and the services provided are so many including of course prayer and ministry teams available upon request and then uh, you can if you want me to read them i will i'd be happy to because it's right here it's impressive services provided again by the unfailing love clinic indicator well visits and physicals for all ages uh, wellness health screenings mammogram referral high blood pressure, diabetes, thyroid, anxiety, depression, cough and cold, on-site lab work, health and spiritual coaching, client education pamphlets and monitoring logs, health education classes, and again, prayer ministry teams, so you help the body and the soul. And and we are staffed by volunteers uh, who make this possible. Uh, it is a free clinic for people who come. The donations are encouraged. Certainly, yeah. I was going to gonna ask about the fundraising. But it's not mandatory. Sure. They have to make a donation. Uh, it, it's there for them. I'm glad to get the word out, and please let us keep uh, informed uh, to get the uh, word out as far as, you know, volunteerism and the availability for all of these services. I see. Now, is this up to date as far as hours of service, uh, Mondays and Wednesdays, 10 a.m. to 5 on Mondays and 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. on uh, Wednesdays? Yes, that's correct. It's been 
quite the journey. Um, when we first opened, we were only opened um, one day a week. Whenever we were downtown, it was uh, Monday mornings from 10 to 2. And then um, one thing I've learned just kind of about the kingdom is just that, like, God will give you a little bit. And as you take care of that, you know, like almost like he plants a seed. And as you take care of that and nurture it, and it like just continues to grow. And, like, that's exactly what he's done with this clinic is it started out just very small. Then eventually we opened up on Friday, one Friday a month. So then we were open up 20 hours a month. And then, um, you know, then what two at our two-year anniversary we opened two full days a week and so um we've been open about three and a half years now um and then uh providing medical services and now we're pretty excited because we're working on um opening a dental clinic um with the same qual you know we have client qualifications like we will see up to 200 percent of the poverty level so there is a screening process Mm -hmm. and um verification process that we go through um for clients that we see um but i think roger's kind of excited and um but like this whole dental thing has been quite quite the journey well dr uh, thompson uh, and with me again uh, uh from the uh unfailing love clinic in decatur uh Karamanke, and dr roger thompson retired dentist but you i'm sure over the uh, your career you saw how the cost to maintain dental health, let alone other yes. uh, parts of our body, but uh, that's so important. Mm-hmm. For, you know, it's uh, that that uh, has cost has really become out of reach for unfortunately too many. Yes, and I, I do want to say that uh, our you know I having practiced dentistry in this community for close to 48 years, uh, I know that the dentist in Adams Wells, Jay County. They do a very good job of providing emergency services to people in need. Someone has severe pain or a severe infection, all of the dentists will bend over backwards to get that person in and take care of that emergency need. But what they can't and are unable to do then is to have that person come back, do a basic examination for them, and help them to find the little problems that will eventually lead to bigger problems if they're not taken care of. So that's the where we want to fill in the, the, the void now is well, helping these people to do more preventive care and take care of the little problems that can become A few years ago, before I became uh, available at this happened even before um for several years i i had to put um some family needs over my dental needs and i didn't have uh, dental coverage and it was before i was eligible for medicare help and i i paid the price i had some severe problems gum problems and such so you know and it wasn't that i was uh, but I, frankly i mean i w- i was up against a rock and a hard place with uh, uh, some obligations that came up that were not expected but that's life you know but i my uh, dental um negligence i paid the price for it yeah it is it's definitely a need in the community and, and i know people who come in to see Kara now are are asking her you know how soon are we going to get this dental clinic because there are so many unmet needs out there and uh, we do have uh, several dentists in the area who've said they will volunteer because i'm getting old i won't be able to do it too long 
and uh, oh, you look great. In. Yeah, and uh, we've had dental and a hygi- great smile. Both of you have great smiles. <laughs> dental hygienists have also said they'll help us, and uh, so it all depends on the volunteers we get because uh, the, we have a couple of paid staff members, but most of our our, our workers are are volunteers, and it will continue to be that way. Is there any church or churches that are able to help uh, with this clinic? We've had many churches. Uh, Kara has spoken at several churches, and we've had support of many churches already. And Kara, I know that uh, you know you went to Costa Rica and then lived in Haiti for a while, but isn't it nice to help those in need at home? Yeah, I mean, mission work is wonderful, um, but you know, there's needs here in our hometown too, and it's nice because you build relationships, and not only do you just see these people at the clinic, but then you see them out, you know what I mean? And whenever you're able to help them, and then it's exciting because you run into them at Walmart or somewhere else, and they're like, oh my gosh, guess what? Because, you know, we helped them get insurance or something, you know, like, or they got a job, and so they don't need our services anymore. And then it's just exciting to hear them come and tell us their stories of, like, where they're at. I'm from southeastern Indiana, as I told you both uh, off the air, but I've said it on the air, too, over the years. And I, I think that area close to Cincinnati, it's a greater Cincinnati area, and that's our city uh, we're close to. But there were a lot more and continue to be, I think, more. Now, fortunately, I thank the good Lord, the economy has improved immensely throughout all of Indiana. But in the period of time when I'd left that area, which had quite a bit of manufacturing, and I know a lot of it, the jobs were pretty good because of the Cincinnati uh, closeness. But when I come up to the automotive area of, uh, well, I worked in Marion Radio. I knew people from Newcastle. Uh, I worked in Muncie and Anderson Markets and Radio. And Muncie's down to one school after having three. And a big part of it was the auto. Same with Anderson. Newcastle has suffered with Chrysler's not there anymore. And General Motors pretty much has gone from uh, this area, including Marion, where I worked at the RCA plant for several years. But then that's gone. And so, you know, I really saw right here in my home state uh, this part uh, struggle since the 70s really started, you know, and but it's, you know, they've made rebounds and Muncie's downtown is better and Anderson, I think they're working hard. But, you know, it, I've seen it. I've seen it from my perspective uh, in decades and uh, these uh, cities, uh, proud cities, but things are better. But thank the good Lord. You know, the, the need is still here, though. Uh, I live in Jay County. Um, and a few years ago, and I think they're still in maybe second or third, there was the uh, sobering news that uh, Jay County had the highest rate of childhood poverty of all the 92 counties in the state. And when I first thought, yeah, I thought, well, you know, I would have thought of maybe, you know, um, northwestern, you know, uh, city, urban areas, Indianapolis maybe. No, it was a rural area. Jay County of all had the highest rate. I think the following year, Delaware County and uh, Muncie was uh, number one. But I, I I hate to say it, but I think Jay County still like in uh, the, maybe in the third or fourth uh, most still uh, that high rate of uh, childhood poverty. And, and unfortunately, and I've seen this over the uh, years of my life, um, single parent homes you know the broken homes and uh, that's that's a big part of it because you know with wages uh, like they can be for people in that situation uh, 
childcare is so expensive, and you know, and unless they have that family support, mm-hmm. they're really in an uphill climb. Yeah, it's a, a very large need. I uh, I've seen a clinic like this work. I've been a volunteer at the uh, Matthew Twenty Five Medical Dental Clinic in Fort Wayne, which is uh, obviously a much larger community, but it it can work, and it definitely there's a need there as there's a need here and i think that once we're all up and going uh, people will utilize the services well i'm glad to learn about this and steve gagel like i said uh, you know made the plans for you to come up and i'm so happy to hear about this well, we're happy to say steve is a member of our board by the way uh, he's yeah. a we'll good guy a steve's a good guy I know he's at home listening so. i've i've known i've known steve for a long time and he's a great friend let alone a great broadcaster, yes. but Unfailing Love Clinic uh, in Decatur, you say next to the Hope Clinic? Yes. And uh, for information, is this still um, uh, applicable? www.unfailingloveclinic.org. Okay. Yes. Well, keep us informed because we'll do what we're, whatever we can. I, um, like I said at the uh, Chamber of Commerce dinner last year, uh, we, we like to be a cheerleader for the community, and it's easy to be that in Adams County because, boy, this is just a great place to be. So, so again, thanks to Kara Mankey and Dr. Roger Thompson. Anything to add? Well, I'll just thank you very much for offering us this time to, to get welcome. the word out about the Unfailing Love Clinic. Made me feel good because, yeah, I mean, seriously, so yeah. yeah and, and, again, great smiles. Both <laughs> <laughs> Smiles are infectious in thank a good you. way. Have a great, uh, great, uh, you know, winter, and I'd be careful out there today and the next few days, but, uh, but you're really doing God's work. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>